Okay, for those that don't know me, I'm Andrea Reynolds, and I have the handle The Social Studies Whisper on here because I used to be a teacher, and I'm super passionate about American history, and that's how I started out in business. I started out blogging and creating digital products to help teachers creatively connect the past to the present. Well, I decided that it's kind of weird when you meet someone at a networking event and you're like, what do you do? And they say something normal and they ask you and you're like, oh, I'm igniting a, re a revolution to bring American history back. And it turns out that not a lot of people need an American history evangelist in their life. So I thought maybe I was getting too romantic about this venture and maybe I was fighting a losing battle because history is something that's like the first thing to go about in the arts and that's what I love and so I also felt weird about sharing ideas for teachers when I'm not in the classroom and so I kind of decided you know I have had some business doing social media management and um, doing strategies and graphic design so that is something that is marketable to a large amount of people and it's something I'm good at but it's something that I've done for my other business and when I'm doing something I'm passionate about then I give it my all and that's when I'm good at it and so it's I've shifted gears to focus on that but I've lost my passion and the reason is when you're creative and you're not doing the thing you're passionate about you lose your motivation and you lose your inspiration and that's why I've realized when I was on a walk in the woods a couple of days ago the reason I walk in the woods is not because I love nature it's because there's a historical house and that grounds me and that reminds me you know it makes me think about people it makes me think about connecting the past to the present and that's what I'm good at and that's what I'm passionate about doing and I'm not passionate about sitting in a public school and talking about math and bullcrap like that I am passionate about inspiring kids I hate dealing with testing but what I've realized is that with my brain I know like I'm all or nothing and so that's why I pretty much stopped working on stuff for the social studies whisper because I know it's either all of one thing or nothing of something. And so I thought maybe I should focus more on doing the stuff, the services. But when you first shift gears to do a service-based business, clients don't just like magically appear. And so I've been feeling like really um, down about myself. And I've been feeling like really frustrated because I don't like being stuck at home I need to be around people I need the energy of other people and I need to see that I'm helping people that's what matters to me I've said I wish I wish I wish I wish I was a person that was motivated by money because my life would be so much easier but I'm not what matters to me is helping people and inspiring people whether they're little people or big people and so um I mean kids are adults that's what I mean by that I just probably sounded weird so what I'm realized is I backed up a couple of steps and I'm like my son graduates from high school in 2020 and so I am going 
back to a full-time job and I'm going to do my business on the side. That way I don't have to force it and I can grow it the way I want to grow it. And then I can achieve my ultimate goal, which is to somehow start some kind of a school or some kind of something to support creative kids or kids who don't fit the mold because that's my ultimate passion. That is what I'm passionate about and that is what I want to do. And that's a big dream and I need to put a plan in place to make that happen. I don't know how I'm going to do that. And so in the meantime, I feel like I'm going to be better off connecting with um, kids and with teachers. And so tomorrow I have a phone interview. So what you're going to hear next is my lesson that I'm going to do on the phone. It's about World War II and the home front. So yeah, wait for it. But it's creative, so it might it might be entertaining to listen to. Okay, so I have an interview with a new school system, and I just filled out an application for like their candidate pool, so that I am just have an application on file in case they have a position open. So I'm certified kindergarten through fifth grade, so it could be any of those positions, and I could tell you if it's the kindergarten one. No, thank you. But my zone of genius is upper elementary and of course my favorite subject is history and so I'm planning the lesson about the home front for World War II and the objective for this lesson is identify ways Americans on the home front supported the war effort during World War II okay so that's what you're gonna learn well you're gonna fake learn it okay so there's just a little snippet so this has just been the little intro. So um, yeah, so we're gonna add on to this. Okay, imagine you're a 10 year old. All right, ready? Action. Okay, today we're gonna be traveling back in time. And to go in our imaginary time machine, I'm gonna need you to close your eyes for just a minute and listen to the music that you hear because the music is going to be your clue as to what era we are traveling back to. You may already know since it goes along with what we've been studying, but we're going to listen anyways and try to guess. Ready? Okay, who's heard that song before? You might have heard it on The Voice when someone did a remake of it several years ago, but the original song was by the Andrews Sisters, and it's called Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy, and it came out when? What era are we talking about? Of course, World War II. So that means we are what year? Yes, we are in the 1940s. Now, if we are focusing on America's involvement, we know that the attack on Pearl Harbor happened December 7th, 1941, so we must be talking about 1941, well, not very much time there, before the war started, but um, we're talking about America's involvement, so it would have to be between mostly 1942 and 1945, okay? So we've already talked about the, why the war started in the first place. We've talked about the Axis powers, the Allies. We've talked about America's involvement and Pearl Harbor. We've talked about how there are two different fronts for the war. 
the two different theaters, we've talked about new technology, and we've talked about what life would be like for soldiers. Okay, so if you were back in time, maybe we've talked about what your dad or your older brother or your uncle might have been doing. And yesterday, we talked about what your mom might have been doing. We talked about Rosie the Riveter, right? And Rosie the Riveter, coincidentally, is not a real person, okay? I always have to clarify that because I had a student ask me one time if Uncle Sam and Rosie the Riveter were married. And first of all, no, because they're not real people. They're characters or symbols used to either um, motivate women to want to help out in factories or get men to enlist in the war. So... Um, I just want to clarify that first, okay? So your mom might have had to go to work for the first time. Back during the 1940s, mom stayed at home. They didn't work outside of the house. And so this was something that was unusual. But that's great, right? Moms did this, dads did that. But what about if you traveled back in time? What would your life have been like? Well, believe it or not, kids were a really important part of the war effort. And today we're going to explore what your life would have been like during World War II and the things that you would have done to help out during the um, war to support the effort. Okay, so we're going to do some stations to learn more about that. But first, I have a little mystery object game. Okay, I have in my bag three objects that relate to what your life would have been like during World War II. And each of you has a post-it note. And by the end of class, I want you to pick one of these objects and explain its significance or why it's important to the war effort or like how it relates to what we're talking about. Okay, so first I've got a toy car made out of metal. It's very important that it's made out of metal. Pay attention to that fact. Okay, so maybe you want to just go ahead and like jot down what the three objects are so you can be thinking about them. But you don't have to explain anything yet. And the second object is a carrot. Yes, like a rabbit would eat. And the third object is a Captain America figurine or a action figure. I guess a toys like that are not action or action figures not figurines okay so once again you've got a toy car made out of metal a carrot and a captain america figure and so by the end of the lesson today after we do our stations i want you to tell me um how at least one of these objects relates and you can even do more